0: In a world looking for something to listen to, a group of friends rise to the challenge. It's Pop Samurai.
1: What's going on, Pop Samurai fans? This is day three of, pop, uh, of our Pop Samurai coverage of OhanaCon 2017. Uh, I'm your host, Jelani Hoon, with a co-host Paul Peck. And we're here with special guests...
0: My name is Jay Ryder. Jay Saturn Studios.
1: Saturn Studios. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Um, I we walked past your booth. We took pictures of everything. Um, you are zombified over there at the booth over there, buddy, and uh, I love it. Right? Paul loves it. He's got he, he got a mailing list over there. He signed up for it and everything like that. Yep. Um, for the people out there who don't know about Saturn Studios and Jay Ryder, can you talk a little bit about yourself and maybe what you guys what you guys do?
0: Sure. So. Uh, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to create six uh, intellectual properties under the Saturn Studios company. Uh, the first one that's marketable right now is the zombie one that you're talking about. It's called A A Rise. Yep. Um, I'll talk about that in a minute. I just want to basically say the other five franchises that I want to run. Um, there's like, I guess, a fantasy science fiction one that I'm trying to develop right now called Skull Hunters. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be more of like, let's say, Pirates of the Caribbean meets Star Wars. Yeah, cool. Which could be a lot of fun. Um, I'm real big into old 80s nostalgia, so I want my own, you know, transforming robot, beating up other robot storylines. So I've got something called Technomex, and that'll cross over with uh, the Stone Warriors, which is basically like a, one's a steel version of these people that turn into something, and one's a rock version that turns into something. Mm -hmm. So good opportunity for crossover. Um, I also have a vampire story I've been working on called Descendants of Cain, and then I also have a, um, I guess more of like a, an introverted fantasy story about uh, a guy that actually becomes a superhero through the powers of his dreams, mm-hmm.
1: and it's called Dream Phaser. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, cool. Um, and uh, uh, what is, uh, talk a little bit more about uh, A Rise, as we alluded to earlier. This is the comic book that you have here. Um, at the con right now and some uh, cool uh, product over there, some nice swag over there. Can you talk a little bit about that, please?
0: Sure. Um, So, again, Rise is my first uh, franchise that I've been able to market. And, uh, you know, it's basically uh, a story about a guy named Thanatos. He's kind of a tall, skinny, mohawked kind of looking guy. And, uh, you know, a lot of guys think he's kind of crazy. He's a prepper. He thinks, you know, any day the zombie apocalypse is going to hit. And, uh, you know, he makes these weird, you know, custom weapons at work. Uh, He gets caught at work making these weapons. You know, his boss gets all upset with him. And Thanatos basically is banished to go get food for the whole crew. Mm -hmm. And then when he comes back, he finds out the whole office is just wiped out. Everybody's (laughs) dead. So, you know, most normal people, they're like, oh, my God, I'm I'm petrified and I'm going to start running. Where Thanatos, he pulls out, like, his little switchblade axe and he's all fishing, let's go do you know, let's do let's this, do this. Let's I've do been this. waiting. Right, <laughs> so you know it's kind of like um, the way I view Thanatos is he's a social miscreant until the zombies come out and that's where his true nature and character starts to shine It's what he's been waiting for his whole life so the whole story is kind of like well all he wants to do is go home that's his whole goal just go home because he's got a heavily fortified compound he can outlast the zombie holocaust there no problem But as the story progresses, of course, he's going to kind of veer around some different roads, not quite get home in the amount of time that he wants to. He's going to learn some stuff about himself so the reader will understand a little bit more in-depth of who Thanatos is, why the zombie apocalypse happened right in his area. Hopefully, uh, you know, play with some conspiracy theories too. I'm kind of a tinfoil hat-wearing guy. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to throw in, uh, you know, just some interesting little... Tidbits and hopefully it'd be fun.
1: Yeah, I mean, what I loved about it was the way you described it. Like you said earlier, it's just, it's just all these other zombie properties you see. It's like it's always just what if a normal guy went up against a zombie apocalypse in his journey to being the hardcore badass. And it's like what if someone was already like prepped and ready to go and it right was already like a, yep. a hardcore guy already. And right. all of a sudden, it's like right out the gate, I'm H- ready to go. Hits the ground running right away. Yeah. yeah, that's that's kind. It's kind of important, I think,
0: with uh, a lot of. Uh, zombie stories now Right Because if, if I almost feel like If you Don't Have something like that Then all of a sudden We come across Stories that we've already seen And that's challenging and, Right, right, right now. And, It's and, very and every, challenging Everybody's doing that Like yep. okay You know Let's zombies get the office guy Zombies and Pride guy. and Prejudice Or Zombies and Pride and Zombies Or whatever it's called You know They're even getting right. to that point You know Where it's like Zombie fruitcake And you know, zombie <laughs> breakfast cereal. And it's just, it's <laughs> everywhere. I've talked to a lot of people that are like, oh, I'm so burnt out. So what I'm hoping to do that's maybe just a little tiny bit different than, um, say, like The Walking Dead, which is one of the more popular ones, I've noticed that The Walking Dead, both the show and the comic book, are very soap opera-ish. You know, they're very much along the lines of like, well, who's cheating on whom? And this guy doesn't get along with that guy because he's a racist or a bigot or whatever, you know? And that's interesting, but let's forget, or let's not forget that the whole premise, what's the, what's the name of the program? It's called The Walking Dead. Right. It's not days of our lives with some dead things in it occasionally. It's called The Walking Dead. So to be right. clear, who are the stars of this program? Zombies. Dead things. <laughs> Zombies. And it does not feel that way you know to me at least as mm. a as a reader and a viewer
1: yeah they they took it into the way they i mean it uh, i i will applaud them for taking it in this way okay they wanted to do something different mm. they they went in the way of like oh the walking dead are kind of like these people who a metaphor for these people who, like, are dead inside or something right, like that. And right, we're like, right. We're the Like, I think they made, like, a reference to it in the show at one point. It was like, we're the walking dead or something like that. Right. Was like, There's... okay, I get it. But, I mean, uh, like, the, what you're doing here is like, okay, this is, this is what it's focused on, right? This right. is the threat, right? Because in the, in the show eventually it's like, they don't feel like a threat anymore. The people are the threat, I guess. And it's just right. Like, the okay, zombies are just there it... in the background.
0: The real threat are the people. See, no, forget all that. For me, what I want is I want visceral, bloody... Gore. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, there's no other way to say it. When I was growing up and watching zombies, um, you know, you had Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead. You have the original Nightmare, uh, the original uh, Night of the Living Dead. You had Michael Jackson's Thriller. You had Return of the Living Dead's. Just all these different zombie, you know, things from the 70s and 80s, and it was brutal. You would see these creatures tearing th- Adam's apples out of people's bodies and ripping them apart and chewing on their guts and where is that? Yeah, yeah. Where is that? I mean, so, I, I
1: remember, like, well, uh, like seeing so many documentaries about, like, oh, when George Romero was, like, creating the zombie movies and stuff like that. And he was, like, oh, I'm going to have this scene where, like, someone opens a door and you just have a zombie just pulling flesh from, like, a, a limb. And, like, people were, like, cringing at that at that time. And it was, like, oh, I don't know if we could do that. And it was, like, well, we're doing we're it. We're doing it. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, and, and it's really great, I mean, that you're, that you're bringing it into, like, uh, okay, I'm focusing on the threat of the the dead here right right right. i'm starting off with something different which is a badass right off the bat and it's in the conspiracy theories and stuff like that and uh how long does the series go for right is six issues you said?
0: it'll be a six issue series of which so far three are complete and ready to be sold and marketed um we're in the process of working on issue four we're a little bit behind schedule on that but i'm working on trying to get that out in a hurry here okay and then yeah basically once the series is done I kind of want to, you know, combine everything into a graphic novel. Get it into store shelves. Push it as best I can. See how much support this thing gets. Does it catch fire at all? Or is there interest in showing more? Yeah. If there is, then I can move on. And you know, I would probably hire another writer and an artist team to take that book over. And then I would move on to one of my next franchises. Nice. I would move on to say Skull Hunters, for example.
1: Nice, nice. I mean, you're doing a great. I mean. That over there, that stuff over there, it looks it looks wonderful. It Thank looks you. almost heavy metalish some, at some points too, as, as well. Uh, some of the artwork and yeah, the artwork's
0: stuff. the artwork's great in there. Yeah, I, just, I absolutely love it. Thank you. Um, yeah. The heavy metal thing, I, I want to say something about that. It's, I'm glad you brought that up yeah. because I'm a big fan of extreme metal music, whether it be heavy metal, death metal, black metal, thrash metal. There's a lot of different subgenres of that you know style that I really really get into. And I've communicated and networked with a lot of the individuals that are part of that scene, and they're very visceral. They're very brutal. And if you take a look at the imagery of the shirts that they wear, the bands that they listen to, the album covers that they're producing, it's extremely gory, graphic, unacceptably, you know, publicly unacceptable stuff, and they they pride themselves on that. So I wanted to capture that visceral feeling that would hopefully attract them you know to a metalhead in that respect so the first issue of the comic book I actually hired uh Vince Locke who does every single Cannibal Corpse album cover he does the artwork for all of them he's known for doing really graphic and disgusting artwork so I was fortunate enough to get him signed on to do the first issue of the book so that's kind of a cool little not only a celebrity guy but it's more of a Death metal celebrity guy, so it really shows the audience. I'm hoping right off the bat who I'm trying to cater to. There. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's cool. That's cool. Um, uh, from there, uh, with staying on the topic of the zombie, uh, everything with, with Arise, uh, um, you also created like a short film with it as well, correct? I did, yes. Right? Uh, how, how did that go? Uh,
0: good, very good. Uh, so Arise, um, and this is going to sound a little cheap, but it's the truth. Um, I actually started Arise before the big zombie explosion before uh, The Walking Dead hit AMC at all. In fact, I remember when AMC was announcing The Walking Dead, I was in college at the time, um, I had a, two classes with this guy named Trad Moore, and this mm-hmm. guy's just a sick artist, he's really good. Trad Moore is actually the guy that designed the new Ghost Rider. Who uh-huh. wears the helmet and he's in like the Mustang or whatever hot rotted car that is? Yeah, the... that, that's my guy Trad, that nice. designed all that. That's cool. him. Yes, yeah, so there's a little bit of pedigree there. And uh, anyway, he was he was in, he was in um, what was it? It was like a coloring class, yeah, a class for coloring comics, and then a writing class, and then he had a separate class where he had to do pencils and eggs. So I teamed up with him. I says look I want this guy I want him to be hunting zombies I want him to look a certain way so Trad kind of did the design which I loved and uh he basically went home and drew a four well I wrote a script a four page script handed it to him so that you know took care of the needs for the one writing class that was Mm -hmm. my final there and then his final in penciling and inking was drawing the four pages from the script I gave him. Mm. So we got an A on that. I got an A on the writing. Then I got those pages in my, in my coloring class and I colored them and we all got A's across the board. And it just turned into this little four page thing is like a little promo thing to start off with. Okay. And from there I tried developing it into like an actual six issue thing. So we're looking at about the year 2008, I want to say is when I first started conceiving of Arise and the characters. So bringing it back to your question about the short film, um, again, when I was in college, um, I was majoring in film, and my senior th- you know, film, well, I wanted to take this four-page Arise thing that I'd done and do something with it. Um, so I'd written up a script, and it was basically what I wanted the first issue of the comic book to be. And then I'd gotten in contact with, you know, my professor, my film professor, and we worked out the logistics of how we can shoot this movie. And I got a crew of people together, hired on a couple of actors and actresses. One of the actresses was actually my coloring professor, uh, Julie. God, I can't think of her last name off the top of my head, but uh, she was awesome. And, yeah, we shot the movie. Um, we got a budget of about five or $6,000, so I was actually able to do some cool makeup effects that, you know, some gore and some makeup effects that were a lot of fun um thanatos is a character you know he creates his own custom weapons that kind of do cool things so we actually had an engineer custom make a switchblade axe that was fully functional nice. yeah it's really awesome um a couple of my professors actually geeked out they're like all right jay is it true that you have this switchblade axe i'm like i don't know if i should tell you guys that you know i don't want to take it away they're like just let us see it and I brought it out, and, like, many professors came out, and they are like, this is the fucking coolest thing ever.
1: Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah,
0: so that, that was very gratifying. And uh, so, anyway, yeah, I made the short film. And um, what I've done is I've taken a DVD, and the short film is on it, along with a lot of extra features like photographs, behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, I put a PDF of the first issue of the comic book on the DVD itself, so you can kind of do an A-B comparison
1: yeah, because uh, the short film takes place uh, in the storyline of the first issue, right? That's
0: correct, yep. Basically, the very intro to the um, comic book and the very outro, the very last pages of the comic book, should be very close to um, you know, the same, really, okay. or at least very similar. So, And then the idea, now I have a band called Scrog, which is on both uh, iTunes and Spotify. You can check us out. Uh, Scrog is an industrial metal band, and we have a song called Dark Metamorphosis, and the chorus line has got the words Arise in it. So for the music video, I took footage from the Arise short uh, film, cut it into the music video, and then likewise took the music from that song and put it into the movie. So I tried to kind of cross it over a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then in the DVD casing you get two discs. So on the one side you get the DVD, which has, you know, the movie and the bonus features. The second disc would be the CD, so you get my band's full album in one package. So that way there's just... I try to... I'm I'm a big fan of bundling things together and giving you a real
1: good bang for your buck. Cool. Nice. That's really cool. You know? uh, um, For... Saturday Studios. Uh, uh, where, where can people go to find like uh, all the information on like where they can find look up uh, any uh, information on uh, all the stuff that you guys got? Sure.
0: So I do have a couple of domains registered right now. Unfortunately, the hosting um, I'm a little behind on the hosting uh, due to just trying to figure out how I want to redesign these websites. I want uh, the websites to be as intuitive as possible so customers and fans can easily navigate the sites and if they want to buy something, they can or if they want to learn something about the characters, they can. So I'd say in the next couple of months, we're looking at www.saturnstudios.com and uh, Saturn is spelled with a Y, not a U. So that's S-A-T-Y-R-N studios.com and then uh, Arise will also have its own website and that's www.ariseundead.com and of course, if you get into the music from the film it would be www.scrogband.com and all three of these uh also have facebook pages so you know what the web url was like if you say saturnstudios.com it'd be facebook.com slash saturn studios or slash horizon dead uh or slash scrogband so nice, you nice. can check the facebook stuff or you can go right to the website Give the website maybe a couple months to be
1: happening um where where are you touring your booth to are you going to a lot of uh, different conventions are you are you going to like heavy metal music shows and stuff like that are you where where do you uh, end up uh, where's your booth end up a lot
0: well um so i have um an ideal plan and i'm trying to execute this plan as best as i can um right now the plan is to basically try during the days to get booked uh, at comic conventions and um, book signing events at uh, comic book shops, like, uh, let's say, Top Cut Comics in Love's Park, and then I also go to Top Cut Comics in uh, Rockford, Illinois, Uh, and that's just for example. Um, I go to other places, too. Um, So I'd like to do that, I'd like to book those things during the day, and then at night, Go off and do the band thing, play yeah. a show with my band, and then set up a merch booth there and sell more Rise stuff at night. So, nice. basically, I want to be working you know, right, 12, 13 hours a day, you know what I mean? So, half the day is over here hanging out with nerds and geeks and guys like me, and then the other half the night is hanging out with metalhead geeks like me, you know what I mean? And yeah, And, and cool. just trying to do cross-promotions and... I really look at the band as being like a distribution model. You know, book an actual tour and then find out what comic shops are in those areas and just keep myself busy. That's that's the goal. That's what I want to do. Cool,
1: cool. All right, cool. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. I really appreciate it. And uh, your stuff is really great. Hopefully cool. you get uh, more popular uh, as you keep uh, bundling stuff together and get uh, your uh, graphic novel together and get yeah. it out there. And hopefully these uh, other franchises you're starting to, trying to start up End up going, you know, to that uh, big universe that you want. So that's that's really cool. Thank you so much, Jay Ryder, for coming on uh, and talking about uh, Saturn Studios and Arise. Again, sure. guys, go out there, check it out. Uh, next couple months, coming months, he's gonna be uh, putting up his uh, getting his website together. But uh, find him on all uh, Facebook. Facebook, yep. Um, we're, we're there currently, right currently now. You can currently check there, that find out yeah. all the postings over there. I'm sure they'll be posting when the website goes up on the Facebook pages as Definitely, well. Definitely, yep. Uh, check it out, guys. It's really good stuff. Uh, uh, hopefully, you guys like listen to us here. Uh, also, at Pop Samurai Podcast, you can go to us popsamuraipodcast.com or popsamurainetwork.com. Sorry pop Summary network.com you can go over there find us there you can also find us on all itunes uh stitcher wherever your podcasts are available and uh be on the lookout for all uh, all our posting on facebook instagram and twitter at uh, twitter at at pop cast and on uh instagram and facebook just at Pop Samurai. so. Cool. Well, stuff. thank
0: you, uh, Pop Samurai. And then uh, Jelani, of course. Thank you very much. Yeah, so This has been your host, Jelani Hu. Thank Hoon. you.
1: This has been Appreciate Paul. It. And this has been Jay Ryder from Saturn Studios, uh, representing the rise here at OhanaCon 2017. We'll uh, keep a lookout for all more coverage of the event uh, from Pop Samurai. Catch Represent. You Catch you guys later. Thanks. Cool. Thanks. Thank you. Awesome. How did We're that turn out? Will our heroes podcast survive? Spread the word, subscribe,
0: and tune in next time. Same pop samurai time, same pop samurai channel.